morning. Welcome everyone to our next episode of Sunday Prep. How are you, Jim, this morning? I'm doing great, Father. How are you? We're we're back. We're back. We yes. took a, we took a week off, um, but we're back. So uh, so things are good. And uh, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing great. I mean, we have we have had so many celebrations lately that uh, you know, and so many things happening that I'm just overjoyed with you know with those moments. You know, we had confirmation. We had first communions. You know, everything is happening. It's not only the joy of Easter. But it's also the joy of, of the ministry and how many more people are strengthening in the Holy Spirit. How many people have received the Lord Jesus in Holy Communion for the first time? I mean, the numbers are, are just amazing. And, and to see the beauty, the beauty of, of growing in the faith in, in me and in people, uh, especially uh, in the ministry, it's just, just an amazing gift. So, yes, it was it is a joyous time and I'm filled with that and I'm trying to pull that a little bit more as more as I can, you know, because this is, this is uh, what the Lord, you know, wants from all of us as missionaries, uh, as the disciples to, to bring more and more of his brothers and sisters. So yeah, things have been great actually in, yeah. in, to sum it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've had uh, multiple first communions. Uh, uh, Bishop Saratelli was here. So that's, that's part of the reason why we weren't able to record last week because of all the busyness of things, but you're, you're right to say, Father, that it's a, it's a celebration. You know, the whole church celebrates, even if you're not at the mass, you know, for a confirmation, um, you know, or for first Holy communion for our young kids, you know, the whole body of Christ celebrates whenever the people grow closer to the Lord, you know, we're, we're built up united in the body that, you know, when, when grace is conferred, we all grow in some small way closer to the Lord. So it, it strengthens all of us to see all of these young people receiving sacraments. And um, so it's just, it's a great celebration. So yeah, let's, let's celebrate it and rejoice in it. Amen. Amen. Every day, because the, the, those days are given by the Lord and they are certainly a blessing to, to all, all of us. Well, as we are back with our uh, reflections, uh, our own personal reflections too on the scriptures for this upcoming Sunday, the sixth Sunday of, of Easter, we see the time is going so fast. And, uh, you know, there is more and more um, that we are preparing ourselves for this day of Pentecost. Well, before that, uh, the ascension of our Lord Jesus uh, to heaven and then the Pentecost. And so, you know, the readings for this Sunday, since it was so close to, to those two uh, amazing and so needed events for, for all of us, you know, the second reading that um, stops me uh, so much uh, and the, the very last part of it, uh, last paragraph, uh, I can even say, and it reads this, I saw no temple in the city for its temple is the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. The city had no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gave it light, and its lamp was the lamp. I mean, how how to even comprehend uh, this one sentence, two sentences, uh, into, into the uh, greatness uh, of God himself? As St. John speaks, you know, he is the one who... Had, who was given the chance to, to, to see the glory of heaven, to be uh, in the presence of so many, as we hear from, from his uh, book of, of Revelation, how he speaks of thousands uh, who have been coming uh, to the throne of God, who wash their robes in the blood of the Lamb to purify them. 
which is uh, to bring them up to, the, to God's glory. And here we are, and he explains, like he speaks about the beauty of the temple. And this passage, these two sentences say like, okay, there was no temple uh, in the city, but the temple was God himself. How amazing uh, and definitely will not be able to comprehend that, uh, how it looks like, but God is in everything. God is in and God is out. Everything is God. And um, our Lord Jesus, the Lamb, uh, His only begotten Son, He is a part of it. And we are invited to that. Um, to me, it, it just overwhelms me um, to think uh, of, of greatness of God and how He transparents uh, into our world. And we'll, we will hear people oh, uh, there is there is no way that we can experience God that we can see God that uh, He is with us at all times. Well, here uh, Saint John speaks the complete opposite. He is in and everywhere. Uh, whatever we will turn, it's His temple, it's His body, and we are a part of that. And then um, the beautiful light uh, that shines forth uh, from God. There is no need. There is no need of sun. There is no need of moon. Uh, I'm always thinking of the bright light of our faith. As Christ came and he said that he is the light of the world. Uh, so you see, this light is taken from the Father. As Jesus spoke so many times, uh, the Father is the one who sent me. I am the light of the world sent from God to you. So that there is, in this darkness of sin, of evil, in the moments of despair in our life, he is the only light and he is the true light uh, that comes from the father of all. And so it, it amazes me uh, uh, with the doubt. Uh, and on the other side, I understand it too. With the struggles of daily life, we're seeing the horror very often uh, that is happening in the world. How many of our brothers and sisters are suffering because of uh, unbelief or um, acceptance of what is, what is evil and destruction. To see God's uh, light in everything as something that we should go take on uh, for ourselves and give it to the world. We are the salt. We are the light that Christ uh, continues to shine brightly uh, into the whole world. And we should never, never cover that with anything that the world gives. Because all of the world things will pass away and God's light from the very beginning is shining brightly and is given more and more to us in the sacraments, in the sacraments, in the sacrament of reconciliation, the Holy Eucharist, we are being filled with that great gift of, of uh, brightness that comes from God. So that's something, that's something that really stops me in order to think of our Lord ascending to the Father from this place into this, this great glory and uh, us being invited, not only to be standbyers, but to be within all that. Uh, so is there, is there a more beautiful thing to, to be one uh, in God? I mean, I, there is no, I cannot think of anything that this world can give me to, to even be in small way the same as, as uh, what St. John had a chance to experience, gave it to us. And so that we may, our hope may only grow stronger and bigger uh, into, into God and his promise 
to be fulfilled in our life if we accept and follow him. So that's my 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 reflection for for this Sunday. I will give microphone to to Jim. <laughs> well, you know, Father, it's um, <clears throat> I guess my mind kind of goes to a lot of different thoughts and I'm trying to organize them maybe in a somewhat coherent manner. Um, but I guess um, a, a strange thought that kind of keeps coming back into my mind is is uh, it may seem like a strange analogy, but um, the idea of death, <clears throat> and, and here's what I mean is that, um, you know, I think all of us have had, or, or most of us, if not all of us, have had the experience of losing a loved one. Uh, and I think of like the experience of losing a loved one who, you know, maybe had, um, you know, like, you know, go to grandma's house, you know, and, and there's grandma's house, you go to grandma's house, and there's grandma's food, and you hug grandma, and everyone loves grandma, da 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 da. And then sadly, eventually grandma passes away, but her house is still there. And the house is nice, but it's not the same because grandma's not there, right? And so there's kind of like an emptiness, a longing there. I think that for the, um, for the first century uh, Jewish people, that was their experience of the temple. You know, they, they had this place of worship, but the presence of God was not there, right? They, it's not the original temple. The Ark of the Covenant wasn't there. They didn't have the presence of God in the temple but they had this place where they would go and they would offer sacrifice and, and worship, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't fully complete there. Um, and then we had this kind of mystical vision to kind of transition from that, that idea, that thought to, you know, what we're reading in, in the reading for Sunday and the second reading from the book of Revelation, which of course the context is, is John called up into heaven, kind of experiencing the heavenly liturgy, seeing the Lord kind of in all of his glory, and then getting this insight um, that it says, I saw no temple in the city for its temple is the Lord God almighty, the lamb. And okay. So that's interesting and strange. And what the heck does all of this mean? And, and of course, you know, it's, it's not just for the sake of John and his experience of heaven. And he comes back and he's like, oh, gee whiz, you know, like I can't wait to go there someday. But I think to communicate something further, um, about our experience today of the church, because, you know, our experience today of the church is not the same experience of a first century uh, Jewish person who would go to the temple. You know, they would go to the temple, the house of God to worship, but the presence of God was not there. We go to the house of God today, the church, the physical building, but the presence of God is there. And so the temple, the place of worship um, is, is not, you know, what's most important. And our church is beautiful. I love our church. So don't, don't, you know, get this the wrong way. You know, our, our church is gorgeous, but what makes our church, um, you know, not just beautiful and decorative and a nice place to go to, but what makes it holy, what makes it like grandma's house come alive is because the presence of God is there in the Eucharist, right? And so, um, you know, John says, I see no temple, just the lamb, right? Well, what is the lamb, the lamb of God, the, the, the Eucharistic sacrifice. And so we have, you know, in the church itself, when we walk into the church, we have God with us. You know, it's, again, maybe to bring it back to this weird image of a family member, when, when they're not there in the house, there's an emptiness. But when they are there, there's an excitement, there's a liveliness. And when we have this privileged position, you know, as members of the church to, to come to this building, you know, this physical structure, and to know that when we come in here, it's not just the building. Like, you know, it's, it's, nice to look at the stuff. And I, I love the artwork. Um, but it's not that that makes it beautiful. It's the Eucharist. It's the Lord is here. It's, it's like going to, again, back to this weird image of grandma's house. And, 
you know, maybe I should give my grandmother a call later today. This is maybe reminding me. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a, something about the the real presence of Christ here, and so um, and that great gift, you know. And so John kind of experiences that in this heavenly moment to see that it's not about the temple, it's not about the building per se. That's fine, that's good, but it's about the Lamb who's there, right? The Eucharistic sacrifice, the Lord who is present, you know, who's demonstrated his love by giving himself and then remaining with us um, in this, this heavenly bread that sustains us, you know, this very presence of God with us. And I think there's something that, um, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe because we're, we're such privileged uh, folks in the sense of, you know, we have access to the church, we have access to the presence of God, that we sometimes fail to recognize just the, the incredible magnitude of this great gift. And I think, um, you know, I don't, I don't know how we, we reignite the appreciation for that. Um, I think all of us going back in time to the COVID, early COVID days, when we couldn't go to the churches, all felt that kind of like, oh goodness, there's something not right here. I mean, virtual mass is okay, but this isn't the same. And, you know, now we're back into the routines of being here, which is good. This is good. Don't get me mistaken, but I think it's easy, at least for me to kind of forget about the great privilege and gift of that. It's, it's um, the lamb, right? The lamb of God who's, who's here. And that's to your point, Father, the second line that, you know, casting light and, and, and we don't, you know, the, the light that illuminates and kind of gives life to, to things, you know, because the image of light is, is more than just kind of like um, a functionary thing, like we've got light bulbs, but it's, it's something that allows then for you to see clearly, allows for us to kind of have understanding, allows for us to kind of achieve goals, to carry forward and to do good things and to, you know, so it, it has all of these functions. So um, yeah, all of these thoughts are kind of swirling in my head, but um, even though we we didn't talk last time. It doesn't mean that I have the privilege of being able to talk for double time this time. So I'll kind of wrap with all of that, um, uh, all there. So hopefully any of some of the thing in there made, made some sense. I'm kind of scrambled in my thoughts there, but. Well, no, it's, it's a beautiful reflection, you know, like, uh, yeah, I was going more into the heavenly reality and you put it into our earthly reality. And you see, there is one point that unites both of those realities is the Eucharist as the Eucharist is uh, not only connecting us with God, but it, it is a heavenly uh, celebration of the Lamb. And so those two different realities, earth and heaven, being united in this one celebration, Eucharistic celebration. And I think that that just sums up everything, everything that we hear, what we shared. Um, and I don't know if, if there is anything we can really add up to it because all is there which is God and his son, the Lamb, Jesus Christ. So I hope you will get something from uh, what we said, and I'm sure the Holy Spirit will say much, much more uh, through other readings that we will hear this Sunday. And so may the love of God and the celebration of the Eucharist, the heavenly reality united with earth, may always strengthen you and give you this bright light to persevere in all that the life here on earth will bring and lead us to this amazing and God-filled moment for all eternity. God bless you all, and we'll see you next week. Bye, and everyone. Sunday. <laughs> and Sunday. <laughs>